Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Fresh ball falls upon us, guys, and you need to be in the festive spirit. Light a candle, get some pumpkin spice, and make sure your balls look nice with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. Nature may clear the leaves off their trees, but you'll need Manscaped's help to get you ready for that sweater weather. Get your pants puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com and using promo code FRATCHAT for 20% off plus free shipping. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. And we are recording. But, you know, I had, to, I had to be honest. I went out last night. I got so smashed this morning. I was like, oh, my God. And then they're doing construction next door. And I thought, holy shit, God hates me. I took one of these Waterboy packets. And I feel great. Even my voice came back. Because <laughs> that's morning, I was like, oh my God. But I feel like I'm not nauseous. I have a voice. My head's not pounding. I'm not sweating. Uh, I'm not anxious about, like, you know, like the next morning, you're always like, oh my God, what did I do? I don't care. So, yeah, his head's not pounding, but his booty is. <laughs> <laughs> And save 15% on Waterboy right now using promo code FRATCHAT at waterboy.com slash FRATCHAT. And we're going to do this in a three, a two, a one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dude, Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. The Fratchat Podcast! I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Tebow Moore. How's it going, Mr. Moore? Oh, I feel great. Thank you so much for asking. How are you? Fantastic. Living the dream. I see uh, you got a pretty cool looking t-shirt over there. Oh, I lo- you know what? I'll, I'm going to say something that might be controversial, but at first, when Just I look at the website. So the, so the viewers can see you. Oh, oh yeah. Look at that. Little pocket. <laughs> Oh yeah! Boom! Boom! Uh, so, I video people in the bathroom. Whatever he wants. You know how like you go to some establishments for cheap fashion, and you just buy it for an event, and then like after a couple washes, it's done. So when I saw the prices on Marine Layer, I was like, I don't know if I can justify fifty bucks or so for a T-shirt. But this is my new favorite T-shirt because it's so yeah, soft. Amazing. I've already washed it a couple times and it's still the same. I feel like it gets softer with per wash, and it's it's a thick material. That's awesome. It doesn't stretch out like I don't want to dog H and M. I wear a lot of H and M stuff, but but now I I'm I'm excited to go buy some more T-shirts. No, for sure, especially because you get to save fifteen percent off on that bad boy. Uh, at Marine Layer by using promo code FRATCHAT15 at MarineLayer.com. You can just put in slash FRATCHAT15. Puts it in for you. Go shop. I thought the same thing, too. I was like, I was, because I'm, I'm one of these people that, and we've talked about this. We said we're never going to sponsor anything that 
it turns out it sucks. You know, and then you come out and feel like a liar. You know what I mean? So I was like, huh, well, I don't know. It's kind of pricey. I don't want to do this. And then, dude, I started wearing the clothes, man. They're so good. Like, I just went, uh, had a show on Thursday at QED. And uh, I literally was wearing my Marine Layer pants and T-shirt. And I felt so good. <laughs> some Literally some guy uh, that hosts the open mic before my show at QED literally was like, I don't know what it is, man, but you look fantastic. Like you look great. <laughs> he's like, hey, nice threads. You want to fuck? And then what did you yeah. say? <laughs> it was like the gayest response. It was like, your compliment made my day, sir. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. And then we made yeah. <laughs> the one in the bathroom and fucked. No, but I swear to God, it happened. Julie heard it. She's like, yeah, I heard that guy complimenting you. And it was, uh, it was. I think it was the threads, dude. So I'll be posting pictures of that. Uh, and you guys will see for yourself. Dude, the clothes really speak for themselves. The quality is so good. The hemp. Everything's so good about it. So check it out. MarineLayer.com. Use promo code FRATCHAT15 at MarineLayer.com slash FRATCHAT15. Oh, yeah. Now... I had to show this to you. I, 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 you know, we, you and I go on Reddit to post jokes a lot, uh, but I've been getting lost in like the Reddit world. Really? Oh, you're that Reddit. person? Like, I don't go through everything, but certain topics, uh, you know, have been popping out for me that I enjoy, and so then Reddit suggests more. And one of them has been like terrible dates on bumble or you know tinder all the ass like it's just people who tell talk about terrible dates that they had and this one was so bad slash so good that i just had to get your reaction <laughs> i'm so sorry for your misery but it really made my day yeah it was fantastic <laughs> so uh this story again this comes from reddit uh posted by user traditional underscore loan underscore 388. And uh, this my new hero, potentially. Yeah, a thousand votes. <laughs> I don't know if he'll be the hero yet. He may be the dumbass, but I don't know. We'll see. So he goes, worst Bumble date, Reddit. I matched with this girl that I thought was way out of my league. I'm not ugly by any means, but like this girl was a total 10 out of 10 in parentheses, in looks anyways. The date goes great, and we go back to my place. After we get there, she starts telling me how she's a sugar daddy for some rich guy that's in town sugar visiting. Sugar baby. Sugar baby, yes. Sugar baby for some rich guy that's in town visiting. She doesn't have a car, surprise. So she asked me if I would drop her off at his hotel. I'm cutting my losses. I say, sure, why not? Let's just get you out of here. I take her to the dude's hotel, drop her off, and I'm still being nice. Just happy to have her gone. Four hours later at 3.30 a.m., my door has a knock on it. It's her. She decided to Uber back to my place, and she lets herself inside. I should have never let her in. We fall asleep because I'm tired as fuck, and in the morning, she was going through my shit, snapping a million different dudes at the same time, over one million Snapchat score, which is fucking insane, and acting out of pocket. At this point, I'm clearly irritated. I tell her she needs to leave. She says, okay, but you need to give me a ride. And I tell her, no, you got yourself here. You can get yourself out. 
She gets super mad, started throwing shit in my room like a toddler, and starts to get her clothes on. She's almost to the door, and I'm just telling her to get out. Before I can close the door, she yells back at me, I'm calling the cops on you. Wow. So I'm asking her, yeah, <laughs> that's where it gets crazy. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what for? And she said, she just says, you'll find out when they get here. She keys my car and disappears. So needless to say, I call crime check on her, told them the situation. They tell me nobody filed a police report at my address, and I decided to press charges myself. So now she's in jail. I notified Bumble with a police report info, and they blocked her. And I'm still single. And that is the story. Uh, wow. I'm not going to lie. The threat of, like, a girl calling the cops on a guy and just be, oh, he raped me or something. It's very real. There's, like, crazy women out there. I don't want to, like, I know it's a touchy subject because you never want to, you know, uh, blame the victims if they say it. But this chick is crazy. That that right there scared the fuck out of me because you never know. I don't think you he know. did anything wrong because if someone was knocking at my door and I, if, as someone that I am familiar with at, like, 3.30 in the morning, of course, I'm going to let them in, you know? Totally. Um, I know he doesn't know her that well, but he knew her She's well to invite her over to his house. So Now, but here's the thing. Now, she did invite herself in, but it's funny you mentioned that because uh, someone commented on it. Bro, don't let strangers in your house at 3.30 a.m., which, no, this is a first date, so he doesn't know anything about her. And at this point, red flags. But then he comments, true that, but I was tired. She was cute. I'm dumb. I know these things, a.k.a. I was trying to get laid. He thought... Even though he was annoyed, this babe knocked on my door. <laughs> I'm at least going to get some. So that's on him. I will say that's totally on him. But she was clearly crazy. She was nuts. Support for today's episode comes from Waterboy. If you're hydrated and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> Let me tell you something, folks. We all know that hangovers suck a big D. Wait, what? Ew, no, get your mind out of the gutter, man. We're talking about dehydration here, perv. And Waterboy is your hangover lifesaver coming in hot with over three times the electrolytes of liquid IV. And Waterboy's weekend recovery pack is scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. All you do is just take one of those little packets right here, mix it with 16 ounces of water, and boom, you're hydrated again. That's why you know what they say. If you use Waterboy's powder stack, you'll get your mojo right back. Oh, yeah. And for a limited time only, our listeners get 15% off of your entire order with the promo code FRATCHAT at waterboy.com. Our six-inch stack is packing, so get yours today and save 15% on it with the promo code FRATCHAT at waterboy.com. Oh, yeah. I've seen shit like this happen, though. Uh, One of my last hookups before I met Julie... I went home with this girl who, <laughs> so, you know, we fool around, we do our stuff, whatever. And what then kind as of I'm stuff? Playing, oh, you know. Uh, <laughs> <pink and> bubble. <laughs> you spread those cheeks and you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So uh, we're, I'm laying in bed with her. And then I noticed that she's on Snapchat, like a lot. And I'm like, huh. And uh, it's her bed. No, not mine. 
I see that she actually has a fucking boyfriend and she's talking to the guy in real time as she's literally laying in bed with, with me and using Snapchat selfies to him uh, of just like herself. Like, look, I'm in my room <laughs> to prove that she's like not out cheating. And he's like, oh, okay. I love you, baby. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. And she's like, I love you too. And she knows she's trying to hide it from me. But I, I like caught the whole fucking thing. And I'm just like shaking my head, like, well, at this point, I already hooked up with her. Like, I don't know what to, you know, what am I? <laughs> You're like, am I going to get some guy at my door with a bat? Fuck. It's like, and Stay. I felt so bad for the guy. I, I like wanted to leave a note somewhere almost, like, your girl's a hoe, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> I just took my BJ and got out of there. <laughs> nice. Is it raining at your house right now? It's pouring. It's awful. That's why I'm personally not wearing uh, my marine layer t-shirt that I wanted to wear. I'm like freezing in my apartment. (laughs) I turn my AC off when I record because it's too loud. That's why I'm so hot. See, now I'm in a different room, so I'm at least a little better off. But yeah, yeah. I forgot to tell you something. Go on. Oh, Smar and I are going to start doing marriage counseling. We've been married uh, just over a year, <laughs> and we already want to kill each other. Oh, God. Here, here. It's, it's honestly still sad that you get the double womp. You get, you get the traditional one, too. <laughs> oh, man. Uh... <laughs> So if you want, you guys, you guys can both pay me 50 bucks and I'll be the counselor. And I'll tell, uh-huh. you, I'll tell you specifically who's wrong. I won't be around the bush like, you know, some therapist. Like, how does that make you feel? And just be like, nope, you're being a dick. <laughs> and you need to shut up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you need to eat his butt more. He does stuff for you. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, um. The, the, it, this program is free is through his church oh, or he met, oh, or no. he met someone at church who recommended marriage counseling which can only mean that he was bitching about me <laughs> to his new friends like now, he here's started to this church and these new people he barely he barely knows knows all about me and his frustrations it's nice to, to know that he is has, this like a, like a cool that. church or does he not tell people that they're gay this is specifically a gay church in oh, Chelsea. And cool. so all his friends are gay Christians. So they can't be that bad. Oh, God, that's ridiculous. It's kind of an oxymoron a little bit because I didn't have a good experience in the church growing up. <laughs> hey, imagine starting a gay Christian band. That would make, that maybe would sell a lot. <laughs> I've had people sit around and pray for, for try to pray the gay way for me. I was <laughs> like, yeah. what? What is happening? There are people <laughs> dying all over the world, but you're gonna occupy God's time because I want dick. You're stupid. <laughs> what the fuck? Father Thomas even tried to suck the gay away from Simo. That's why he doesn't go yeah. there anymore. <laughs> Ooh, he could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. I'll tell you. God damn, that was some good times. <laughs> They're going to be like, what do you want out of this experience? I'm like, I want you to walk me through divorce paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. No, but but I think that um, uh, 
I well, I think that there's some incentives in this program that if you reach certain milestones, you get gift cards. It's completely funded by the state. <laughs> and so buy you off. This I is truly so. a great church. <laughs> and so I think Osmar is mostly interested in some free gift cards. I'm like, you have to take yeah. this seriously. If I'm gonna leave work early once a week, you have to take this seriously. Oh my god. He just wants a free gift card to JC Penny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is Arizona jeans. <laughs> so is that what they do with the donation tray? <laughs> just buy fashionable ass gift cards. <laughs> yeah. That's just crazy. This is crazy. Oh my god. I need to find out so much more about this gay church. So we'll see. we'll see. I might actually go with them tomorrow. I told him I was like, if you want me to go, I'll go. You know, uh I I, I, I kind of just want to do <laughs> you need to go undercover into this gay church. <laughs> I want to work on some material. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I wanna see I wanna see what kind of Jesus they have on the cross too. I need every kind of detail. <laughs> <laughs> is he, or is he like fashionable Jesus, not on the cross? Some, is some it Jesus on the too. cross or is it Dolly Parton? Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Who it's just Fabio super jacked. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus has a bulge for some reason. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, I need I need details. So uh, if you can uh, go to church with him slash gay church, <laughs> hashtag gay Christian. I, I just, Instead of singing like yeah. Amazing Grace, they're like, okay, take out your book of hymns, turn to page sixty three. This is going to be the third track off of Lady Gaga's second album. Yeah. Okay, guys, here we go. And on the the on the seventh day, God said, "You were born this way." And my God, Lady Gaga. <laughs> I knew she was our savior. savior That's grace. right. Praise Lady Gaga. <laughs> oh, God, I love her. Support for today's episode comes from Marine Layer. It's official. I've found the softest t-shirt mankind has ever made. Imagine the softest thing you've ever touched. Right, think about it. Maybe some kittens or like freshly fallen snow. Now times that by a thousand. That's right, because Marine Layer is the go-to brand for great fitting and stylish closet staples. Based out of beautiful sunny California, eh? Marine Layer clothes are that perfect mix of laid-back style that also looks and feels premium. Plus, you know what I love about Marine Layer? It's just how their t-shirts and tank tops stay so soft no matter how many times you wash them. It's time to invest in a wardrobe that will actually last, people. For a limited time only, our listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount with the promo code FRATCHAT15 at marinelayer.com. Again, that's 15% off with the promo code FRATCHAT15 at marinelayer.com. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm glad we had some lighthearted chit-chat before. <laughs> this episode is going to be rough. Is this gonna starting on with our news story before the episode? Uh, because this shit is crazy. This is a crazy news story. I've never. I don't know if this story is scary as much as it is just someone being a complete dumbass. Maybe a little bit of both. Just goes to show, fuck them kids. You can never trust them. Uh, maybe I'll never have them after reading this shit. So last week, and I got this from People Magazine, uh, people.com. 
Last week, a jury convicted a 23-year-old former college student named Sidney Powell of Akron. Oh, my mom's from there. Really? It's Akron. Akron? Akron. What? Akron? Akron, Ohio. Akron, Ohio. There you go. For the March 2020 murder. Keep that. Keep an eye on the date because I'll get to this later. Of her mother, the (gasps) prosecutor's office in Summit County, Ohio, confirms to people she killed her fucking mom. She was found guilty of charges of murder, felonious assault, felonious assault, uh, and tampering with evidence in connection with the death of Brenda Powell, 50, uh, the prosecutor's office said. And apparently, like I said, in March 2020, Uh, She struck her mom in the head with an iron skillet, then stabbed her nearly 30 times in the fucking neck, dude. According to release, she was 19 at the time. Oh, she crazy. They better give her ass a chair. Yes. Now, here's the thing. According to the outlet, the prosecutors say that she killed her mom because she learned that she'd been kicked out of college and didn't want her mom to find out. What? After uh, the brutal attack, we found out that Brenda, the mom who's a child life specialist at Akron Children's Hospital for almost 30 years, she died in the hospital from her injury. She worked with kids with cancer, for God's sake. She was like the nicest lady, apparently. And uh, the girl was diagnosed with schizophrenia by three defense experts who evaluated her, according to the Akron, Akron, Akron. There we go. Right? Yeah. Akron. Akron. The Akron Beacon Journal. Uh, And they concluded that she did not comprehend the wrongfulness of her actions due to the medical disorder. But, you know, in court, obviously prosecutors allowed a clinical psychologist named Dr. Sylvia Obradovich to testify in response to defense claims that Powell suffered from the illness. She said the best source of information for an insanity evaluation is what was said and felt at the time of the incident. Uh, It just didn't end up to schizophrenia. Describing the incident in court, assistant prosecutor Brian Stano said, Sidney stopped attacking with a pan, presumably went to the kitchen with a knife. Um, and then she had to switch weapons and keep attacking her. So it shows that, you know, there's thought going into this. So just a knife. I know. It wasn't just one little neck. accidental cut. It was 30. Ha, 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 ha. Exactly. So she says just the knife, just in the neck multiple times. That's purposeful. Uh, that is trying to end someone. And uh, ultimately, the jury agreed. And she's scheduled for sentencing this coming week. Now, give her the yeah. chair. Yeah, it's pretty safe to say that she'll at least be spending the rest of her life in jails. But yeah. I have good news for her. What's that? For her mom did not find out about her getting kicked out from college. So that, that's a win, right? <laughs> I mean, this this blows my mind. Yeah, well, what dude. did she do to get kicked out of college? Was she being a big whore? Did she sleep with her teacher? <laughs> uh, apparently, she had gotten suspended at first, but then she... Uh, had really bad grades. And apparently she wasn't a bad oh. student in high school. Even her her teacher testified that, you know, she was athlete and stuff. She was nice. And that also went with, you know, the 
with the prosecutors prosecutors claim that there's no way that she had schizophrenia because even the teacher was like you know there was nothing in her record about it that we knew uh she never acted that way before that we would believe there's a mental disorder like obviously i'm not an expert i'm a teacher but if there's know, something going on it tends to present itself within the early 20s um so you, you wouldn't have any uh um noticeable symptoms i guess uh, in grade school but even 19 is a little young to um develop schizophrenia yeah. so i mean it's and it's a horrific horrific crime and there was a phone call apparently that happened right before it was the last phone call that the mom was heard in where i guess the college is trying to call her and apparently you can hear the daughter pick up the phone and pretend to be the mom and you can hear the mom screaming in the background and then the phone cut off and then she was found you know later in the hospital uh, but you know what's fucking nuts? She gets kicked out of her school December 2019. This murder happened in March 2020. COVID had just literally like was about to become a thing right when she killed the mom, and then everything shut down within like weeks. If she could have fucking just kept her goddamn mouth shut intercept the mail and not be a fucking dumbass she could have stayed put and blamed COVID for not having to go back to school instead <laughs> like what a, what a dumbass but what would have happened is her mom's probably her mom was probably paying her college and so her mom would probably be like why are my checks bouncing back to me um well not bouncing but why are they coming back to me why why aren't they depositing the money so she'll probably she would have found out i think but but i um i feel like after sentencing this girl all she's gonna want is her mom but sucks for her because she killed her what a yeah, stupid crazy. bitch and then they try to argue actually this is crazy you said that because you just reminded me the family and the daughter try to argue that the prosecutor should drop the, the case because her mom wouldn't have wanted her tried her mom oh, really let's her. ask her <laughs> yeah. let's see what she has to say you mean the lady you stabbed 30 times in the neck i'm pretty sure she didn't want that either dumbass like are you serious people are so fucking dumb um so i mean sucks to suck lady uh enjoy jail you deserve it for being a complete fucking dumbass and the sad thing is she's like a cute girl too. And then you see her playing like the, the crying card in court. Like, ah, I'm the victim's a bitch. You hit someone with a frying pan a bunch of times, which that alone is awful. And then you start stabbing her in the back. Like you're not the victim here. Shut she up. Just hit anyone. She hit her mother. Ah, I mean, God damn. I've had some pretty bad disagreements in my life with my mom. And the thought of hitting her would never cross my mind. Like ever, ever, like I wouldn't, I would, I couldn't love myself. I fucking laid a finger on my mom. That's oh, why either. Story time. Back in college, I decided to give myself a little ball trim before going to a Halloween party because you never know how your night's gonna go in the love department, so you always want to be prepared. Unfortunately for my boys down below, this was years before Manscaped came to my life. Oh God, I cut myself so bad, you guys. I could barely walk that night. So imagine me trying to hit the dance floor after a few drinks later that night. Oh my God, my shredded balls would not let me move. 
I couldn't hit the Dougie, the Soldier Boy, the Stanky Leg, the Gangnam Style. All the epic moves that made the 2000s fun. So needless to say, I went home alone that night. But those days are over, folks, thanks to Manscaped. Because Manscaped is here to make sure you never have to go through this yourself. It's time for nice flannels and cozy socks, but we can't forget to trim our balls. By now you've heard of them, but it's time to join the 9 million men worldwide using Manscaped and get that kit that covers it all, baby, the Performance Package 4.0. It starts with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer with advanced skin safe technology that reduces nicks and cuts to make breaking the leaves a lot less painful. Plus, the lawnmower is a technical masterpiece, people. It has a 7,000 RPM motor, a multifunction on and off switch that can engage a travel lock, and a built-in 4,000K LED spotlight to help you see the parts of the body you haven't looked at in years. And once you clear the driveway, the performance package comes in hot with products to cool you down. The Crop Preserver Bowl Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner. One to prevent stink and one to clear it up. With a soothing aloe vera formula, move over pumpkin spice, fresh balls are the smell of the season. And the Performance Package 4.0 caps it off with two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. That's one to hold your Manscaped goodies and one to hold your man goodies. So bring in the fall right and get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code FRATCHAT. As the leaves fall, make sure you have it all with Manscaped. Yeah, well, this so. is a nice uh, article that set the tone for the rest of the uh, um, <laughs> right. podcast today. That's right. Because let's talk about some more beatings. This week, <laughs> gotta hit, hit the song again. We're gonna take you back to your fraternity roots. Yeah, yeah. It's time to get fratty again, Mr. Mo. Because we did also have to say hit the number seven in the top fifteen best fraternity podcast on feedspot.com. So thank you for the honor. So we decided to, honor that to get to uh a little, a little fratty in the roots. That's the topic. But we're going to talk about the dark side. The dark side of fraternities. <laughs> we're going to share stories that, quite frankly, make these fraternities totally not cool. These are the types of frats you would want to stay away from while rushing. So at least, you know, these, these stories are bad. These are going to get pretty fucking dark here. Now, so if you're listening to this with your kids, I don't know why. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> well, you would never play us in front of your children. <laughs> you're a fucked up parent, but maybe turn this one off. Uh, now, again, these are hear these awful stories so you can stay away from fraternities you hear do anything like this shit. Just heed our words. Let's get to it. Got 10 stories. These are nuts. Uh, you want to start, Mr. Moses? Sure. I'll start with a recent um, article. This happened just a few days ago. <sighs> so I have it on my phone here. Let me see. Um, this is what the law, this is what the, the headline says. <clears throat> Quote, unquote. He was told that he was going to die. University of Alabama student files hazing lawsuit against fraternity. So... On the news, I think this is um, WB 
RC Fox 6 News. I uh, had some bullet points of some of the um, uh, reasoning be- behind this lawsuit. And it says, student suing fraternity chapter at University of Alabama. Uh, one bullet point says, he suffered traumatic brain injury. Oof. Number two says he was forced to yell racial slurs, but refused. Number three says he was forced to run suicides. Well, that's just exercise. To me, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, it's suicide. Um, the other stuff is, yeah. Yeah, all this stuff sucks. Um, number four says he was asked to snort white substance, but refused. I don't think it was cocaine because it's so expensive. You wouldn't waste it on a pledge. It's probably salt or, you know what I mean? They want to get the illusion. Yeah, but you still don't want to be fucking sniffing that. <laughs> oh, of course. You don't know what it is. You know, you know, but, um, but I don't that think actually it makes it a bit worse. If they gave me coke in a pledge event, it would ruin them. They would have been able to do everything. The last one says he was hit in the head with a basketball. Um, to me, I do that for me. We're fighting, like we're fighting now. These five bullet points, I don't think really do this case justice. I'm gonna read through some of uh, what really happened in the kids from the kids' perspective, and we could come up with some better bullet points than that to really capture, um, you know, uh, attention. So, the student is a minor, so they just refer to him as I guess his his initials, which are HB. So it says. The 25-page lawsuit filed Tuesday against Sigma Alpha Epsilon SAE. You're familiar with SAE. We had them on our campus, right? They weren't too bad. I didn't hear anything bad about the one at our school, I have to say. Uh, Says that um, uh, claims the pledge identified as HB suffered a severe beating, including a fraternity member throwing a basketball at his head, instructing him to snort a white powdery substance, and being told to yell racial slurs at a black student. So again, they start the article with that. Let me go into the details of this beating. Because when you say, oh, someone threw a basketball at him, I think to myself, okay, whatever, they threw a basketball. Um, But it gets really bad. It says he was forced into a basement where he was told he was going to die. It goes on to say six active Sigma Alpha Epsilon members struck HB in his face, side of the head, stomach, and sides. So he was, um, it it was like a total beatdown. Royal yeah, Rumble. Jumping. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. He claims he began suffering dizziness and tinnitus of the ear. Have you Ooh, heard that before? That, I mean, they hit it right in the ear. Uh, the hazing continued, and he chose not to fight back for fear of worse retaliation, according to the lawsuit. Um, the fraternity actually issued like a pseudo apology. It was kind of like, this is not what we uh, stand for we don't support hazing but we also are not known to get into the way of litigation so we'll let that we'll support to the fullest you know what i mean but they weren't like i'm really sorry for the family and whoever you know i just felt like it was a lousy response right um but apparently sae um has i think at one point they had the record for most deaths amongst pledges in the Damn. last couple decades, yeah. I have no idea. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Jesus Christ, I had no idea. That's wild. I thought I found that somewhere. Yeah. You know, I bet I can find it. So let's go to your next one, and I'll come back to this. Yeah, it's crazy, because the, the SAE at our school, again, was not known for being notoriously bad or anything. So maybe they were. <laughs> they are just 
better at hiding it. But to my knowledge, the ones that are school were totally fine. So it's crazy to hear that. That's wild. You just never know, I guess. So I'll start with this one. And uh, this one I got from Reddit. Uh, good old, good old Reddit. So, and also it was reported on society19.com. And this guy whose friend doesn't say, doesn't specify the fraternity, but said a friend of mine was forced to eat a stick of butter covered in chewing tobacco. Ew. He said the chew made him gag, but the butter prevented him from being able to throw up. He said it made me glad I opted out of fraternity life. Just well, I've heard of people having to eat a stick of butter. I've literally seen that myself. Uh, I've done that drunk. Yeah, I've done that drunk too. Someone told me it was cheesecake, and I believed them. <laughs> I did it just now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I did it. It's just like I wonder if butter is good on its own. I took a bite of it, <laughs> and it was not good on its own. But imagine, uh, with chewing tobacco. That's you see. That's where it's like. You know, you got if you do the stick of butter, obviously it sucks. I'll be like, that's shitty, but I'm not, you know, it's edible food. It's just, you know, maybe go throw up later so you don't digest all that butter. But when you add something, you know, you can poison someone. Someone can fucking choke. You can you can really like hurt someone and make them fucking eat tobacco. Like what the fuck is what's wrong with you? I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I really, in a million years, never thought that Waterboy could work on the hangover I woke up with last weekend. It was so freaking painful. I really thought I'd be in bed for at least two days. But boy, did they prove me wrong. Because thanks to Waterboy, oh yeah, I was not just able to get out of bed, but I kicked the day's booty too. All while saying goodbye to that epic, epic, nasty hangover. Now... Most hydration powders are packed so full of sugar that they just cause you to crash even harder later on. Not to mention you have to drink so many of them just to get the electrolyte replenishment that your body really needs to recover. Well, folks, not anymore. Because Waterboy has nine times the electrolytes as a Gatorade just in this stick. Inside each stick, there's some ginger that nausea in there to make your tummy feel better and they also include l-theanine to help calm your nerves and reduce your anxiety plus their scientifically backed formula truly brings you back from the dead let me tell you guys it works but maybe the best part about Waterboy is how amazing it tastes the most popular flavors include strawberry lemonade, lemon lime, and my life-saving blue raspberry here, which I can personally thank for saving my life last weekend. Mwah! These flavors are so good, you're going to actually want to drink these. And Waterboy is also gluten-free, caffeine-free, dairy-free, vegan, and made right here in the U.S. of A. Let me tell you something, folks. A lot of things get worse as you get older, but your hangovers don't have to. Waterboy isn't a magic cures, but it's pretty goddamn close to one. So get yours today. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. And it's time to stop dealing with the anxiety alone, people. For a limited time only, our listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount when they use promo code FRATCHAT at waterboy.com. Again, that's 15% off with FRATCHAT at waterboy.com. Waterboy has you recovered. This is like the lightest one on my list. It's going to get, I think it's going to get worse as, as we get closer to number we one. We ate some pretty gross stuff. You know, I, um, uh, I, I think that making people eat to the point of 
vomiting or wanting to vomit is so awful. Oh, what a gross feeling, you know? Um, I, I've heard people sit in the back of a truck, like in a trunk with chewing tobacco in their mouth and the mouth taped. And so they're just like puking ah, and it's coming out of their nose. It's that's awful. But then you can like choke to death. Yeah. Damn. Ugh. Off. Who comes up with this stuff, you know? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? You see, at that point, like, how does that, you know, there's no brotherhood in that. There's not, that's where I just can't agree with it. any shit like that. You're just literally, like, risking someone's life, dude. You know how many people die from choking on their goddamn vomit? <laughs> it's like, that's so stupid. Yeah. Do we know what fraternity was, or should we just assume it was SAE since they killed someone? Yeah, right? <laughs> this so one, I, I, I found the blurb about SAE. It says, um, this is regarding the, the the last case I was just discussing. It says, this is not the first time SAE has been accused of hazing. In 2013, Bloomberg reported that SAE was the deadliest frat in America after the fraternity had nine deaths between the years of 2006 to 2013. That was wow. a one, two, three, four. That's a seven-year span. They had nine people die in seven years. Damn. Um, so since spring 2019, the University of Alabama chapter has been punished multiple times for conduct violations, including uh, in spring 2021 for hazing. So they've had an issue after issue after issue. And finally, they got this major lawsuit that's really good. They're all going to get kicked off campus. This is what happens is, so listeners, when, you, when your fraternity gets caught hazing, every active member gets expelled. That's what happens gets kicked off campus and everyone gets expelled yeah in yeah. a case like this totally and i mean it's uh, i mean you gotta be a fucking idiot to do shit like that to people though like come on man like just ruthless again like what's the learning value to that it's not and you know it's like i get some of the shit we did wasn't i guess cool but it was <laughs> But it was like everything I ever ate was actual food, like actual edible food from a supermarket. There was a budget for and it was like just made to look gross, but it was like all edible food. You know, it's just stuff that you wouldn't normally put together. No one ever Uh, offered me Coke. No one definitely offered me drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. Uh, Not during pledge events. They they all wanted the drugs for themselves, man. Like what? (laughs) These are broke college kids we're talking about that we that I pledge with and went up with. All the good stuff they kept for themselves. So, uh, and from us is my end. It was mostly drinking beer, the occasional shot, working out. And like food, but it was mostly about a mind fuck as opposed to like actually like doing stuff to you. Like if someone ever laid a finger on me, we're fighting. Like it's like it's on. I'm not fucking no bitch. <laughs> and like even like I I was paddled during an event where it was literally like they took me aside and they were just like, we're gonna hit the couch, just act like you got paddled. Yeah. And scream. I was, I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah. I came down and I wasn't making eye contact with her. I was like really selling it. That's what I, I think. I feel like that's what I knew I could probably be an actor. They were like, uh, that they was were it. The so I was, I'm not going to let anyone hit me. And then I came down like looking like someone, you know, <laughs> taking my dignity from me. <laughs> we, we had a folding chair that had like um, a leather cushion top. Oh, so yeah. I would hit that with the paddle and I would say, What's my name? <laughs> and then they'd like, Simo, Simo. 
And I was like, is it Simo? Is it brother Chris, uh, brother Simo, sir? What's my name? That's funny. That's and and hitting on the leather couch is smart because it makes such a loud noise. Yeah, totally. Sounds like you're murdering someone. (laughs) See, something like that. Like, but not this. These stories are nuts, man. These stories are crazy. Well, speaking of murdering, um, have you ever heard of someone named Isaac William Rand? Oh no. Well, you know, fraternities have been around for a long time. So one of the first hazing incidents that set off 100 years of horrific Greek hazing happened at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill, 1912. This is over 100 years ago. You know this is going to be bad. In the 1900s. (laughs) Isaac William Rand fell from a barrel on which he was standing. He landed on a broken bottle that pierced his jugular vein and Rand bled to death. The four students associated with the hazing incident were expelled from the university. One was acquitted, and the other three were found guilty of manslaughter. Wow. Oh. So, so hazing isn't anything new in the past few decades. It's not new post-Animal oh, House. God. People have been hazing and tearing people up, and there's been some casualties since the beginning of fraternities. No, totally. I mean, and it also, it's not just fraternities, there's military, all kinds of shit. There's way worse hazing, but there's been some terrible shit in fraternities. Now, I wonder what the event was. Like, is, was he like balancing himself on this barrel on one leg or something? And he just slipped and fell and someone had I to have throw a him barrel? The barrel was probably on, on its side. Oh, shit. Yeah. And you have to balance yourself on it. Um, yeah, and I, then that I'm would kidding. like swing you. If you fall, you're literally gonna like quack, and whatever yeah. you land on, you're fucked. Yeah. Um, and then so. while you're dancing on this barrel, they're probably making you regurgitate trivia about the fraternity. You know what I mean? So oh, you're sure. you're distracted. And I got this and some of the and the rest of my stories for today from collegepartyguru.com. They have a lot of really cool episodes, uh, cool articles. So what's next on your list? That is wow! Oh, with the jugular too. That's, I mean, there's nothing you can do there. You're beat. But anyways, this next one's for the ladies. And, Ooh, uh, ladies! Where's my veggie veggies at? <laughs> I got it from guest of a guest blog. And now again, this one kind of pisses me off because they don't say the the sorority. Uh, but anyways, it says my roommate came back from a sorority pledging event, an absolute mess. After they had all the pledges get into lingerie and be chased through the woods. Then the active members would dress in all black and jump out and attack them and take the lingerie off of them. Oh, and just leave them fucking butt naked in the woods. I cannot understand why she followed through with joining. But I mean, that one, it's because like, dude. Now, I know I've heard they get down to their skimpies before. Let's say if you're doing a basement, it's still humiliating and it's awful. I don't know, borderline rapey, but at least you're like in private. In the fucking woods, have you never seen a goddamn scary movie in your life? No. All start naked chick in the woods. (laughs) And then you're just going to release a horde of them? Like you're fucking asking for someone to get raped, kidnapped, killed, all the above. By some fucking crazy hobo that lives out there. 
Like, come the fuck on. What are you doing? Like, that should terrify me. I can't imagine being naked in the woods, like, running for my life. Uh-uh. And That's as a girl, you know, it's like most girls, you know, a lot of girls can defend themselves these days. But the average sorority girl is not going to fucking deal well being naked in the woods. And what if they don't find the fucking girl? Like, come on. You know what? Alpha Feet used the same woods that we used when we were hazing. And um, uh, I, I feel like that would have been like my our fraternity's dream to happen to <laughs> come to the woods on a night with all these beautiful naked ladies. If I was one of the ladies, though, I'd be upset if, if I didn't know that I was going to be naked and I didn't have a chance to, you know, like, like, you know, wax and make sure oh, my... My cha-cha was primped and pretty. I mean, and just I, in the practical sense of things, just having someone naked in the woods is stupid. You're going to get ticks. <laughs> a tick in your vagina. <laughs> but, yeah. But you can so much wrong can happen. They can step on something. You can break. You got to at least give them tennis shoes, girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> get someone. And, but really, though, like, never seen Friday the 13th. Any of them. That's, that's, that's the, how they all start. Naked chick in the woods. There's literally like 13 of those goddamn movies. Every single one of them has a naked chick in the woods. Come on. Watch a goddamn horror movie for once in your life. They all have a naked chick in the woods. <laughs> it's like Kevin Bacon's penis in his movies. It's a, it's a thing in the contract. <laughs> it has to happen. <laughs> You're going to see Kevin's Bacon's, Kevin Bacon's dick in whatever movie he's in. It's just a thing. He played the invisible man in a movie, and you still saw his dick in it. How? I was just gonna That's say nice. that. That's true. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> and uh, uh, you ever see the movie The Faculty? Yes. <laughs> and the pretty girl that was from out of town at the end, she was yep. butt naked, and yep. no one commented. No one was like, "Where's your clothes?" They just knew, like, "Okay, bitch is crazy." Yeah. No, this is <laughs> bad news. This is the girl. She's the same girl from the Reddit article I read earlier from the public. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Jesus. So you have to get me an Uber home. <laughs> uh, bitch, get out of here. But yeah, no, man. Sorty girls, uh, never, ever release that. Don't do this shit. Come on. Let's throw it to the ladies. But come on. You can do better. Oh, my God, you guys. I think I'm in love. And no, I'm not talking about my girlfriend. Ew. God, ew. Oh, God, please don't tell her I said that. But I'm talking about the clothes from Marine Lair. I swear, my body has never felt clothing more comfortable. And right now, I'm wearing the hemp cotton pocket tank top in lobster bisque. And I freaking love it. Mmm, lobster bisque. It's not just delicious sounding, but it's so light and soft yet durable that I'll definitely be able to wear it everywhere. From hitting the beach, going to the gym, or just rocking around town, this tank has me covered. I also got some t-shirts, Henley shirts, and pants that literally just came in for me today, so I'm extra excited. Here, look, check them out! Ah! And how many times have you felt that you were in between sizes when buying clothes? Well, maybe you've been drinking a few too many lately. You know, I hear that. Or you've been hitting the gym extra hard. What's cool about Marine Layer is they have in-between sizes. So now you finally no longer have to make that difficult choice between medium and large and large and extra large. We're trying to make Marge a thing. Now, for all my music junkies, 
Marine Layer actually just dropped a new line featuring classic bands like The Grateful Dead, Bob Marley, Cream, Led Zeppelin, Crosby, Nash & Stills, and Pink Floyd. Each shirt features one of Bill Graham's legendary Fillmore posters. You can finally rock a great fitting and quality band tee that's going to last. Whether you're going on a date, the office, or keeping it casual watching sports, Marine Layer has the best shirts for every occasion. And did you hear about Marine Layer's respawn program? Everyone has a bunch of old tees collecting dust in the back of their closets. Marine Layer will send you a prepaid recycling kit and literally give you a $5 credit card per shirt. Yes, $5 credit card per shirt. You heard that right. You actually get paid for your old tees, all while helping Marine Layer keep tees out of landfills. Out with the old shirts and in with the new. And I think that we can all admit that a perfect tee can be hard to find. But look no further than the Marine Layer. And for limited time only, get 15% off the promo code FRATCHAT15 at MarineLayer.com. That's promo code FRATCHAT15 for 15% off your entire order at MarineLayer.com. Saving your closet one shirt at a time. Well, you my next one is regarding someone named Michael Davis. And unfortunately, everyone that I'll be uh, discussing didn't make it. These are all death-related uh, hazing incidents. So um, this guy, Michael Davis, Davis let's see. Um, my sources tell me the beating death, the beating death of Michael Davis in 1994 at Southeast Missouri State University uncovered a horrendous tradition of hazing at the school. The pledges of Kappa Alpha Psi underwent two weeks of physical battery that culminated on a Valentine's Day event of multiple beatings where fraternity members set up stations, each of which issued physical and emotional abuse. Davis was beaten so badly that he was left with broken ribs, and he also had a lacerated liver and kidney. So I wonder if maybe the ribs were broken so so viciously that the broken ribs punctured his organs. Because don't your ribs like enclose your organs and protect them? Yeah, you can, and a rib can totally puncture, puncture your lung. Um, so it was a lacerated liver and kidney. Are those near? Uh, is that near that? <laughs> I don't know where organs are. I mean, your lungs kind of take, they're more in the back end. But yeah, your kidney's back there. Your kidney's like on your right lower backside. Your, what was the other one? Your liver would be more, I think it's more down towards like here-ish. <clears throat> but it's wow. all around each other. And then the lungs are obviously like the massive things right in between everything, like all around both sides. But yeah, the lung, the right lung, kidney and liver are all kind of near each other. Well, I was asleep that day in an anatomy class, so I don't know. But um, but anyway, he was left with multiple bruises all over his body, and the bleeding in his brain is what killed him. The state of Missouri made hazing a felony after this incident. The university presents a lecture each year in observance of Davis's death. So beaten so badly that it wasn't it wasn't the broken ribs and the lacerated liver and kidneys that killed him. It was the the swelling of the the bleeding of the brain. I mean that's horrific that is holy so moly wow. now we had an incident when i was pledging where my pledge brother was hit across the head with a liquor bottle a glass liquor bottle oh no and everyone was like i'm suing we're fighting <laughs> everyone yelled at the brother who did it and then a lot of people were like well he's really drunk and you know he gets a little out of control and we'll take him home and you know he didn't mean it 
like what? perception and reality guys like like he may not have meant it but there's someone clutching his head rolling around on the ground because he was sitting ahead with a, a glass bottle are you kidding me that's the reality yeah what the fuck get the fuck out of here oh you know he's just drunk he didn't mean to murder <laughs> like what <laughs> oh no fuck him fuck him fuck him yeah no 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 i would have never 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 if I get if, if I'm not knocked out, I get up for fighting and lawsuit. I am free mm-hmm. fucking school, courtesy of that, that asshole <laughs> and the whole fraternity. I don't give a fuck. Absolutely, that's, I don't that's give why a I think fuck. they pay so many dues, so much money because that money goes to uh, all those lawsuits. It's like the Catholic Church. I hate to be that person, but. My grandma paid a lot of money her whole life to the Catholic Church, and a lot of that money, unfortunately, went to uh, prosecutors and relocation fees to move Father Thomas <laughs> over to a different state after everything was said and done. There's oh, an article yeah. recently in Baltimore, like Archdiocese or whatever, that there was like over 600 cases of child abuse, and uh, uh, it. To me, I think to myself, over the last like few decades, it's been going on. Well, over the last few decades, my grandma's uh, been sending money to that church. She is um, <laughs> like funding the defense she's case. Funding diddlers. <laughs> yeah. She's also a huge R. Kelly fan. Maybe, may or may not be related. Drip, drip, drip. Oh, God, that's so fucked, dude. It's honestly so fucked. You can't even. But I will say at least, you know, I feel like our dues were around 400. And yeah. as you got older, they got cheaper. And you could do senior dues, which were like 250 or something like that. Maybe. But yeah, it was 250 to 400. The yeah, most of that, that's right. Uh, and I'd like to say most of that went into you know parties and be- and booze and beer but i will say for a fact that i know this for a fact because i was on the e-board at least a hundred bucks of those dues money went to nationals to make sure we had insurance in case something like that ever happened then they need to send a lawyer correct uh, so yeah absolutely it is kind of fucked up to think at least we never had anything actually i will say never mind our school our chapter did get shut down we were long gone, but mm-hmm. we're not active anymore. I don't know the details, but some stupid shit happened. And someone did some stupid shit. And uh, they, yeah, they're kicked off campus. So, <laughs> well, I think we it should, was casing related, but it wasn't deadly. You know, it was just alcohol. I don't know the details, but I do know that someone was maybe made to drink something that fucked up their like intestines or some shit. And I'm, you know, we could, I don't think it was booze, obviously, because alcohol doesn't just do that to you. Uh, yeah, this, this is our fraternity. Mm-hmm. That's where it's not on campus anymore. Oh, I just thought it was like alcohol poisoning. No, 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 no. I think uh, they mixed the alcohol with something, but someone made someone drink something fucked up, and you know, like uh, they're hot lucky. sauce. No, not like hot sauce. Like I think like hot sauce and Everclear. Ugh. Yeah. And that's why, and that's why I know it's not hot sauce in Everclear because I've drank hot sauce and I've drank a lot of booze, and I know what it does and doesn't do. You know, the, I really think someone was given something like bleach or something. I think someone did something stupid. But again, I don't know enough of the details. 
I do know they avoided jail time, but the but the fraternity got totally kicked off campus. And were they all expelled? Like five oh. years. What's that? Were they all expelled? I think they were. Oh, it was okay. bad. So, so it was bad. Happens. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, they're they're, they're bad for like five years. I think I think they could come back. I think maybe next year. I don't know. But it's it's. But you know out. what? Can you imagine being a um a, a member who's just kind of absent and just pays the dues and yeah, does your own thing and doesn't really and then yeah. next you know you're getting expelled because the association you're affiliated with. Well, I will say they didn't expel the entire fraternity. It was active. They just did the guys who participated in the event. It was like a smaller event too, so it wasn't like everybody, but. The president took the rap. Uh, the guy who did the hazing took the rap, and I think someone else took the rap. I forget. The three three guys specifically got kicked out, and I think it was what it, what it was three to five. Not that many. The rest of the campus, you know, they were there were the rest of the chapters able to stay on campus, but obviously sounds the fraternity. Uh, so which sucks, like dumbasses. But anyways. Uh, I'll look up the details. <laughs> Maybe next time we do this episode, we'll include it. It's fucked up, but you know, it's, it's, it's what happened. Which is crap. Because it wasn't like that, damn it. But anyways. On to the next one. And this one is quite a stinker. And this is my last one where they purposely bleeped the fraternity name out. But my next two after this do have... <laughs> The names, so I will be able to tell you. But uh, this one's from BuzzFeed. They did an article on this kind of stuff, and uh, I love BuzzFeed. Yeah, BuzzFeed. It's so it's so easy to read. It's so fun. Anyways, this this person wrote, "I was pledging a fraternity my freshman year, and we were at an off-campus house when the older members said that they had something planned for another member who had lavaliered his girlfriend, lavaliering someone." is a term that means uh, basically he got a necklace uh, of the fraternity letters and gave it to his girlfriend, which is supposed to be like a huge deal if you do. It's like giving your letter shirt to someone who's not a member of the fraternity. Uh, apparently to do that, you have to get like the full permission from the chapter or whatever. And this guy was like a young guy in the fraternity and apparently didn't have it. So what they did to him, is uh oh uh suddenly a group of the guys grabbed him and held him down then tied him to a chair they took him out into the backyard and told him why they were doing this they then proceeded to dump two large buckets of a substance over him the smell was horrendous and i asked what it was i was told that it was two weeks worth of feces urine vomit and other bodily fluids contributed by the members of the house who live there. Ugh. That's so disgusting. That is. That's so gross. Disgusting. And it's also like gross to know that these guys shit in buckets for two weeks. Yeah. Like, who the fuck? And like pissed and puked at them. And like fucking clearly the other bodily f- uh, fluids, they're talking about cum. <laughs> <laughs> like ew. oh really yeah what do you think what it's well, yeah, what? They already said feces urine and vomit and other what, what the hell's left 
come. It's not, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, it's not, buddy. It's come. <laughs> I promise you. Slinging yogurt. That's right. <laughs> and here's you know the what? I'd rather be covered in cum than poop. That's for sure. Oh, God. If I had to pick. Now, now here's something crazy. I met some guys that were in our fraternity, but a different campus. And uh, I forget what school it was from, though. So I'm not going to even try to guess. It's not going to get sued. <laughs> but they told Harvard. Me, yes, that's right. <laughs> Harvard. Uh, they told me that they had to eat a bucket mixed with all this stuff. And as they were eating it, they found out that there was like jizz and shit in it. Very similar to the stuff in this bucket that they're talking about here. And like Yo. they were all bragging about like how he took a bite of a donut and like there was like their like their vice president's cum on his on this other guy's face and they were all like high fiving yeah you had cum and blah 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 and I was like ew dude what the fuck you how could you willingly do this like this is like the weirdest grossest shit I've ever heard like at least the guy in this story we're reading was held out against his will. These dudes found out what was in this fucking bucket and decided to eat it anyways. And now they're like high-fiving each other about having some other dudes come in their face. And now they're brothers. That's what makes you brother. I ate your cum, dude. Ew! That's what I like. That's what I learned. (laughs) Some of these fraternities are fucking whack, dude. And they could be the same one. It was the same one as us, but different school. It literally matters from, from... College to college, how it'll be. Yeah, well, speaking of that, this college has something very similar to what our college did uh, in this case regarding Chad Meredith. Does this name ring a bell? Ooh. So Chad Meredith was pledging Kappa Sigma fraternity. And by the way, this is the fraternity that would do a big wheel race and they would be shooting themselves and we would throw stuff at them on the track field. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, you told me about that. This was before my time. Kappa Sig. You share that yeah. actually anyway, in the archives. If you go back to season one, you guys, I, I don't remember the episode, but it will be on there. Maybe it's the, the, the hazing episode that was we had back then from our experiences. Oh, they were the Pretty most hate. ruthless. But yeah, definitely check that out. Bunch of guidos and they made them do horrible things. Anyway, so, um, Chad Meredith was pledging the Kappa Sigma fraternity at the University of Miami in November of 2001. So, just a few years before we went to college, you know, yeah. uh, when he and two of the officers of the fraternity began drinking heavily after a concert they attended. After several hours of drinking with a blood alcohol level of 0.13, the officers encouraged Meredith to swim across Lake Osceola. Osceola. Asiola, where he drowned 34 feet from shore, unable to swim due to alcohol fatigue and the cold. Meredith's death led to the passage of the Chad Meredith Act, which expanded the definition of hazing and imposed harsh penalties on hazing at both the high school and college level. So um, uh, this guy's death, something good came of it that they helped to crack down on this stuff. But uh, the reason why I mentioned this is because we were... um, uh, I don't want to say force because we we did it, but um, willingly. But we were told to exercise quite a bit, and then we had to swim across the Lock Raven Reservoir. Remember that? 
See, I didn't have to do that. But I think by then, by the time that we did it, they realized that was stupid and dangerous. So for us, you were, it was, it was quote unquote the baptism of the fraternity. And not my end. And you just had to go into this like body of water that was like maybe waist deep. And then they would dunk you mm-hmm. in and you'd come out. It was cold out there, no, and we were working out a lot. Like you no said. swimming? Uh there was no swimming. The next one year we did it and the water rose too much actually, and we had to swim it across to get out. But that was because we were all trapped and we were scared. And we all literally like did a human chain to make sure everybody made it safely to across because the little bridge that we had built fell off with the water. But but during the event still, uh, this was just us trying to make it home. During the event still, it was still waist deep. So everything went normal. Yeah, we didn't have to swim because it's stupid. Things like I said, things me and Seema pledged a little bit apart. I think things were still way more caveman like when you did it. They were became a little more organized when I did it. And then we made sure at least after us until we left college, which then it got crazy again, clearly uh, to just organize everything to a T where there was no one's in danger. Risk management was very important at the time. So that I was there. It was like a very important job. It was taken very seriously. And it was like, you can't do something that puts someone at risk of dying. You know, even if you get shots, you keep them to six shots in a van. You just tell them they're drinking more. And then, you know, the placebo effect takes it. You know, you've been taking shots of water for the last half hour, buddy. You know, you don't even realize it. Uh, yeah. See, shit like that just makes me sad. You know, just- now that I think of it, I don't know if I swim across the locker room versus a while. I think we swim out in the middle, like in the shape of a triangle. Because that was like our symbol. I remember swimming like in a, what I thought was a circle. And they were like, it's a triangle, you idiot. It's like, oh. Um, all this symbolism that just went over my head. I don't know. <laughs> See where anyway. those shapes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the shapes, guys. <laughs> but also, who's monitoring if this is an accurate triangle? This sounds stupid as shit. <laughs> like, all these drunk idiots. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a triangle. There's no way you guys swang in a, in a fucking triangle. No you way. Know, afterwards, we had like this bonfire in the shape of a triangle, and it was like a beautiful festival of lights, but it had just rained and nothing lit. Oh, uh, like, you see, we had a beautiful, focused. majestic fire. And I, got, I felt really good at the time. I was like, this is awesome. We had just got out of cold water. The fire felt so good. Uh, I feel like the man, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> totally different experience. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> You're fired in light. I would have gone home. I would I want a refund. <laughs> it's the worst show ever. Uh, I want to redo tomorrow. I get to haze you and you fucking build me a good fire. You asshole. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, I got one more left after that one. What's, what's your next one? I got two on my end. Uh, okay. So this next one, uh, actually, <laughs> you can thank MTV for these people getting narked out because uh, remember that show on MTV Fraternity Life? Yeah. This actually, these people got caught because it happened while trying to film for that show. And it happened. <gasps> At the Delta Omega Chi fraternity at the University of California. And I never uh, heard of them. Are they cool? Delta Omega Chi. 
Don't make a Kai. They sound like losers. DOC. I feel like that's where they choke to that way. Department of Corrections. <laughs> uh, but uh, an anonymous user told BuzzFeed, so come on, give your name, bro. But anyways, remember the show on MTV Fraternity Life? They filmed at my school during my junior year. I think it was 2003, which it was. Uh, I was in a sorority that hung out with the frat they chose to film. I woke up one morning after a frat party that had been filmed to a call from someone in the student life office asking me if I knew anything about a koi fish being stolen and if Greek life was involved. I was hungover and clueless, but said I would ask around and get back to them. Not more than 10 minutes later, one of my roommates burst into my room and yelled at me to say nothing if I received a call from the school asking about a missing fish. Um, what? Turns out, the night before, a 20-year-old koi fish had been stolen from a campus pond. And for those of you that 20 know, years old? They they last that long? Yeah, they, Aren't they just goldfish? No, koi fish. They're those big old fish that you see in the ponds, like at Asian restaurants. <laughs> yeah, but I thought they started off like the size of little oh, goldfish. Yeah, they gotta, you know, like grow. These are nicer. These are like majestic. 20 years old? Says, for wow. those of you that don't know anything about koi fish, they're very expensive. Especially old ones, like $15,000 each expensive. Mm. It had been fished out by two rakes stolen from a custodial closet. Well, guess who had keys to that closet as a part of his on-campus job? A member of the fraternity. After the party, the pledge educator, the new frat members being filmed, made the pledges, head to campus and steal the fish. No, they were being filmed by MTV while they were doing this. Uh They were making the pledges do this. And it could have ended there, but it didn't. They then were told to barbecue the fish and were forced to eat it. Like, Is this safe to eat koi fish? No, you can't fucking eat these. These are like bottom feeders for a pond. They're not meant to be fucking eaten. I guess maybe if you had it in special conditions and cleaned it right. But like, these are fucking college kids stealing a goddamn koi fish from a pond. I guarantee you none of them know how to clean this fish. Uh, They were forced to eat it. And of course... All of this was filmed by MTV for the show. People ran their mouths, and the guys involved ended up getting caught and turned in. But not before campus became a frenzy of anti-Greek protests and angry students spray-painting koi fish all over campus sidewalks with the words, avenge me. MTV It's a Ronzi Harambe. <laughs> so good for that koi fish. Now, MTV was later subpoenaed for the tapes. And thanks to the video evidence, the main two frat members involved uh, ended up going to federal prison for grand theft since the fish was worth so much. So Holy shit. In actual federal prison. Why? Well, they wouldn't have sold the fish if they knew how expensive it was. Absolutely. That's for sure. But now they know. But like, what the fuck? Like, this is where I, I was just talking about how risk management was like a thing for us when I was there. No one fucking thought, oh, we, we have MTV following us around with I know. cameras. This is a, a bad idea. Or was the MTV producers like, do it. That sounds awesome, bro. <laughs> You got to come up with something crazy. You want to show fraternities doing something wild. And they like gave them the idea. I'm curious how this all got thought of. Uh, I'm Googling. Can you eat koi fish? Um, 
It says koi fish can be a source of parasitic diseases. Yeah, I told you, bottom feeders, man. If it's a, if you have a, if you don't have a clean source of food, you can get all kinds of sick. So no, 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 no. You do not want to be eating no koi fish. I'm surprised no one did get sick, but fucking idiots, dude. Uh, I get it on camera. What is wrong with you guys? Kids, man. It says you can eat koi raw, but you shouldn't because it's a freshwater fish. That means that they carry parasites that are harmful to humans. Some restaurants will prepare cooked koi because the heat renders the parasites harmless. So maybe if they barbecued it enough, <laughs> I don't know. So why take that chance? Yeah, that is so ill. Yucky, yucky. I mean, maybe it would have been funny if they just stole the fish and then later on returned it since it was like the mascot or whatever uh, for the other school. Keep it for a couple of days and then return the fish. Ha ha ha. Funny joke. MTV will love it. But eating the fish or at least telling, I would have done it this way. I would have told the kids that they're cooking the fish but actually it's like a mahi mahi i got from the store you know what i mean i just give them the fillets so we fillet this for you barbecue it eat it but then you return the koi fish that's the only way i could i could make this kosher but nah man Ugh. idiots 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 15 grand <sighs> you know i um i read this article that this lady ate some bad fish you know how they had that like flesh-eating parasite in Florida or whatever. Yeah. So she ate some undercooked tilapia and got really, really sick and then ultimately had to get all four limbs amputated because of the parasite. Isn't that crazy? That is my nightmare. That is literally my nightmare. I am not eating any fish in Florida ever again. Fuck. Next time we go to Florida, like, it's, it's pasta. That's that, it. That reminds me of uh, American Horror Story, I think season two when they're in the asylum and there's that character who's who's there because she's slutty and it's like 30s and that's the other chloe uh yeah. whatever that's her act the actress's name and then they cut off her legs when she tries to escape the asylum and then they do these awful tests but like she like wakes up after trying to escape and the doctor's like i have to make sure you wouldn't do it again she pulls off the fucking uh blanket and you can see just her like little stumps and she's like ah but at least she still has her arms just having to lose all four that's fucked that just makes America me America Horror Story just came back I think or is coming back with a Kim Kardashian this year yeah I heard I heard I don't know how I feel about that to be honest I wonder how she's doing I, didn't you say she was good on SNL was that you she was good i said she was on snl <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know maybe you know i will say i feel like ryan murphy controls his shows enough where it'll look like what he wants it to look the guy the guy's got vision so i'm gonna watch before i judge so far they've used celebrity cameos very well in the show so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll hope for the best here but I'm not going to lie. I like see like, I'm like, God damn it. She sucked Ray J's dick. And now she's an American horror story. Like what the fuck? Like, does that what I need to do? What we need to do? Do we need to call Ray J? <laughs> we'll both take turns. <laughs> put, it, put it live on the internet. <laughs> Is that the secret? <laughs> God damn it. Man. Oh. Ray J, I'm ready. 
I know, man. I am ready. I know. I can't. You know, it's just a good-looking guy. You know, why not? No, the Kardashians work very hard for the money, but I just that empire was built on Ray J's dick, and it's just I can't. I can't look past it. Sometimes I get very bitter and jealous. And yes, is this coming from jealousy? Because I want to be an American Horror Story. <laughs> Where's Ray J's cut? Yeah, right. They give. Where's his money? They give. They give him. I feel like I give him eight percent. Uh, one percent for each inch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh Lord! But anyways, we're down to the last two, I believe. Yeah, and it's like raining cats and dogs. Can you hear it? <laughs> oh, it <this laughs> sounds like. Um, okay, so this last one's the worst one. Yeah, my last and one is very scary, and I actually questioned the outcome of this. But uh, this is the case of Benjamin Klein. So, he was a member of Zeta, Beta, Tau, or is it Tall? Tall, oh, right? Yeah, Tall. Like Tall Cap Epsilon. Okay, yeah. Yes. Jeez. I've been out we of We have TBT. We TBT at our school. <laughs> they were mostly, you know, uh, they were one of the Jewish New York fraternities. Yeah. So, okay, Benjamin Klein was a member of Zeta, Beta, Tall at Alfred University in 2002. I have no idea where that is. Uh, he had been speaking out about hazing practices within the fraternity when four fellow fraternity members bound him with duct tape and held him in a hotel room. So in other words, he was getting hazed and was repeating it because we're not, we weren't supposed to talk about it, you know? Right. So he was running his mouth probably to, to like impress the girls or tell his friends who weren't in the fraternity. Uh, so anyway, he got caught. They beat him and kept him still tied up in the shower until he promised not to leave the room. The fraternity members were fearful he would get the fraternity into trouble over their hazing practices. Three days later, Klein's bruised and cut body was found in a creek uh, behind the fraternity house. Klein had killed himself with a drug overdose, allegedly. Uh, one month after Klein's death, Alfred University's Board of Trustees voted to eliminate all fraternities and sororities from the campus. Uh, I don't think he died of a drug overdose um, for his doing. I think he was beat to a pulp and then was giving drugs and made it look like it was an overdose. Because Sounds why like would he throw his, his cut up body in the creek? You, yeah. don't, you don't overdose on drugs and go lay down in a creek somewhere. Oh, totally. You know? Absolutely. That sounds fishy as fuck. And I guarantee you, uh, no, I saw Alfred University is in New York, in New York State. Guarantee you, somebody's somebody's parents were probably well connected there, and it led to this investigation not being so good. Oh, totally, totally. That's you know, I fishy. I remember we weren't allowed to talk about, huh? That sounds fishy as fuck. Yeah, yeah dude. Now I remember we weren't allowed to talk about um, hazing at all. And uh, I, I understood that. But when people would quit the pledge process, I remember they would make their lives miserable. We were told that they would make our lives miserable if we were to quit. So we were scared to quit. Yeah. But there were times when I was like, I can't do this. But I was like, I'm not quitting because I heard what they did to Vinny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so for us, we had we had a couple of people quit. But like, nothing really happened to them after the fact. But they just, But I know for a fact that they told people about what they had done up to that point so why wouldn't they yeah you know but like i said nothing was bad enough where she got fucking charges like good lord this is 
this is this one right here is really fucked because this is like I watched enough murder mysteries just to know red flags, baby. And you just pointed that out. Totally. Your fucking body's found in a creek and you're going to sit at ruin an accidental drug overdose. Like what? <laughs> they clearly drugged this person while in the shower too. They probably had him tied up there. And they're like, we'll just give him a bunch of drugs. Maybe. And they won't believe him. You know what I mean? And I have a feeling I just went too far. And then just, like, Oh, Dude, wake up, dude. Oh, daddy, yeah. what do I do? Super retaliatory. Yeah. Bad news. That's, Ooh. that is fucked. And now, before I get to the last one, this is where people I'm just take it pop up my, oh, my pen before you get to this last yeah. one. This one's intense. Now, before I get to it, a fraternity should not be a fucking cult. Let me just tell you guys that. <laughs> like, you should have fun. You should make friends. You have fun with, like, the little ritual aspect of it. Whatever. Like, you'll feel cool for a minute. You'll giggle about it later on. Whatever. <laughs> but it should not be a fucking cult. You should not be killing someone over your fraternity, for God's sake. So if someone's ever fucking teaching you that, now, there are <laughs> fights that happen between fraternities. I can't, that tribalistic shit, you can't help it. It's just like, like football teams fighting the other. Uh, rival school football team it's a bunch of groups of dudes sometimes they're gonna get drunk in a bar they're gonna fight that's different you should not fucking murder someone over what the fuck you believe your your fraternity ideals that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard so for god's sakes people <laughs> if you're ever in a situation where you feel like the fraternity is that way just get the fuck out run you don't need it you don't need it it's not gonna these people none of them end well Except this last one, who somehow ended up really well, but at the time, I guess he didn't. But this story is the most fucked up thing I think I've seen in quite some time. So, in 1990, when Simo was just a young 33-year-old boy, a Sigma new pledge at the University of Texas was savagely beaten with a hammer and a paddle before being nice. set on fire during Ooh. a brutal hazing ritual that ended in a massive lawsuit. But you want to know the craziest part about this? One of the fraternity members accused as the main culprit, culprit was none other than famous Hollywood actor John Hamm, who everybody Ooh. loves. No. Yes, from Mad Men fame. There's a bunch of movies. I'm not going to lie. He's a very likable guy. I just saw him in a movie very recently on an airplane on my way to Cali. And I fucking loved him in it. And it makes me very sad to hear. But uh, according to the pledge, uh, Mark Allen Sanders, Ham and the other frat members struck him more than 30 times with a wooden paddle. He was also hit in the kidneys with bare fists. He claims that he was held up by his underwear, which was pulled back and forth in a sawing motion. So like a wedgie, but like, I guess like thong style through your gooch and yeah. ass and just like sawing him. And then they allegedly took him. Uh, then allegedly John Hamm took the kid into the basement pit where the actor slammed the victim's face into the ground and stood on his spine with his full weight. And then John Hamm apparently set the kid's pants on fire and told him 
that he could not extinguish the flame with his hands, but made him blow it out. And according to the lawsuit, he then reportedly hooked the claw, the hammer. So you have the smash inside and you have like the, the clawy sign of it uh, to the guy's balls. So grab him like that and uh, led him by the hammer around the room. Oh, my God. Awful. Uh, the court documents, which were first reported by Star Magazine, then state that then John Hamm, that same night, then broke into another pledge's room and subjected him to the same thing. And the following morning, the mom of the first pledge uh, reportedly found her son hiding in the closet of his apartment with his buttocks and legs black with bruises. And despite the pledges, please not to do it. The mom uh, reported the hazing to the police, leading to the arrests of John Hamm and seven of the fraternity members. Three were sentenced to 30 days in jail while Hamm received probation, which is kind of baffling considering he apparently did the worst. But yeah. the charges of misdemeanor hazing and assault were dismissed after he reached a plea deal. So thank God for daddy. The lawsuit was then dropped in 1993 and Sigma New closed down and never reopened. Uh, John Hamm has not commented on the suit. He withdrew from the University of Texas after the semester. Uh, the hazing took place and returned home to Missouri. And I got this from Ranker and TV Guide. Gave me the info on the case. Um, I want to like him so much because he's so talented and handsome. But God damn. John Hamm. I know. Stop I like, it. I like to think he grew and became a better person because of this. But this is like the most. That is the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. Like grabbing someone's balls with a hammer claw and just dragging them around. That's not only incredibly dangerous, but if you fucking, because that claw has like a sharp part, you can cut off their nuts. But also, it's humiliating. You light someone on fire, dude. Like, what the fuck? That's not, it just shows that he's kind of a sadistic fucking prick, is it? As a, yeah, but, but what about this? What if the same thing was done to him and the people before him and the people, you know what I mean? Probably. So this was a, so if you've had that done to you, do you think that, don't you think there's some people who are like, well, if there's done to me, so I'm going to do it to them. You know what I mean? There definitely are people like that. I'm not that person, but. Oh, absolutely. I and I, like I've that, seen people know? who, or people who just like think that they have to make it worse for the next person that comes after them. And yeah. It's not just fraternities. That's people. life. <laughs> there's jerks like that all around. But. Dude, like someone has to fucking break the cycle at some point and then be like, yeah, we one thing it's gay as fuck. Like, why is someone naked with their balls that close to your head? You're dragging someone by their fucking balls, dude. That's weird. <laughs> you want to be manly? That is not. That, that's weird. <laughs> that's not cool. Uh, also, like speak for yourself. That could be someone's <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> I'm not mentioning names. <laughs> oh, Mario. That's right. That's the things Steve I do for my marriage. <laughs> That's where they go to marriage counseling, you guys. Yeah. That Ace Hardware store. My right balls hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially Home Depot if they're they're out of Ace Hardware, but you know. Uh, but yeah, and that really was disappointing. Uh, I mean, again, this at this point is what 30 years ago. Uh, 33 years ago so i don't want to judge current john ham on old john ham but that is some pretty psychotic shit 
that hopefully uh yeah but john if you want to work with either of us we'll be more than happy absolutely. to <laughs> give us a call we would totally rescind what we just said we would and then we we would um go on record telling everyone how nice of a guy you are please we love your shit <laughs> <laughs> so give us a call at frat chat podcast oh god and uh I like to say boys will be boys, but I can't can't bring myself to say that. <laughs> Someone will take it seriously. Oh yeah. no, no, no. John Hammer, we love your movies, but that was fucked up, buddy. Anyways, that was our list, you guys. Woo! This episode was dark. Uh, let us know what you thought on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram, that's on Facebook, that's on Twitter, which really is going by X now. X.com now, I guess. Uh, that's on YouTube. Uh, follow it everywhere. And uh, give us a follow as well. At Carlos Does the World. That's on me. Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. You can do it on threads as well. On uh, YouTube and X slash Twitter, Carlos Does World. And follow my buddy Steve over here at Chris.more.comedy on Instagram, on TikTok, and see more comedy on x oh yeah let us know what you thought of this list we can do this again because god damn it there's plenty of dumbasses out there uh, if you have any personal anecdotes of crazy hazing stories send it over to us at frat chat podcast frat chat podcast at gmail.com send us an email we'd love to hear it maybe we'll air some on the show so let us know and uh anyways on that note, Mr. Mel, it's time to go. So on you get us out of here. I motion to adjourn this meeting because I got a hammer. I'm looking for some action. <laughs> got a hammer. <laughs> and I second. All right, you guys. We'll be back next week with another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. The Frat Chat Podcast. See ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.